Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM. Superstation, great to have you on the program today, Car Radio. I'm host Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to uh, have you in here for the next two hours for the best car radio program in all of Michigan. Got a great show for you today. I am just back from the Los Angeles Auto Show. Uh, came back on Friday morning, and there was snow on the ground here in Detroit, uh, coming from L.A., where La La Land is 70 degrees and sunny every day. Had a a nice week out there uh, checking out the latest stuff, and uh, heavy emphasis on electric vehicles out there, of course, as California uh, tries to um, ban the uh, internal combustion engine by a 20 35, we'll be talking uh, this first hour to a number of people. Paul Bryan, Lindsey Brook uh, will be joining us uh, to talk about the uh, car of the year that was announced uh, out there, finalist for car, truck, and utility of the year. All three of us are jurors. So we'll also be joined by Jerome Levin, uh, who is out there for the reveal of the Toyota Prius, uh, which actually looks good, believe it or not. And uh, also be talking to Roman Dumas. Uh, we love race car drivers on this show, and Roman was out there um, uh, debuting the new Porsche 911 Dakar. Not uh, affordable to most of us, but uh, man, what a what a vehicle! And uh, especially interesting for folks who don't know that Porsche also has a racing history off road, in addition to its many on road successes. Uh, as always, um, you can reach us here at 313-778-7600. If you want to join the conversation, we are available on the web, on uh, iHeartRadio as well with this broadcast. And, of course, if you miss any of this program, you can get it next week when we go on to all your favorite podcast channels, Spotify, Apple, Google, Detroit News, etc. But uh, let's uh, get into the program here. we got uh, – Paul Bryan and Lindsey Brook on the line uh, joining us, both fellow North American car, truck, and utility of the year jurors. Paul, how are you? I'm well, uh, and and thank you for the invitation, Henry. Yeah, great to have Paul here. He's out in Chicago, and Lindsey Brook uh, in Ann Arbor. Lindsey, how are you? Yeah, Henry, uh, good morning. Thank you. I'm very well. Yeah, great to have you on, Lindsay. Lindsay is the editor of SAE Publications. Uh, Paul has his uh, fingers in all kinds of pies, but uh, is a co-host um, uh, with uh, Lauren Fix uh, on a lot of great video reviews of cars out there. Paul, uh, Paul, what do you? Uh, what is the program you and Lauren 
uh, do. What's the name of it? Uh, his turn, her turn is what you should take a look for on YouTube, and, and that's going to be the easiest one. As for other fingers and pies, I think I may have a bakery. <laughs> yeah, you know, you've got all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> so, so, uh, so uh, let's talk um, uh, Nat Toy. Let's talk uh, Car of the Year to uh, get us going here. We we saw uh, the the three finalists. Uh, for Car of the Year out there in Los Angeles. We've got an Acura Integra, a Nissan Z, and a Genesis GV80. What do you think, Paul? Were those uh, the most deserving uh, of the field for finalists? I, I had a slight variation from that, but uh, for the most part, I'll, I'll stay uh, 66% uh, uh, pleased with those three finalists. You know, the, the nice thing about having 50 jurors uh, who all have an opinion on things is that you really do get a good sense of a, of a cross-section of people who have driven everything and are exposed to everything. Um, of of the uh, of the three that we've got, the the Z is so fun to drive, and yeah, I was a little disappointed in the interior in that car. I, I thought that they could have gone a, a, a step further with the Z than they did. It seemed to went to your Ann Arbor. It seemed a little Spartan. So you're uh, so. What, what do you think? What's your pick of the three? Uh, I I think my pick is going to go with the Genesis. Actually, I I wow. just love what these people are doing with their cars and their and their products. They they've got a texture to them that uh, that really talks to me very well. Uh, the interiors are great. The toys are good. And 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 this is from a guy who is not in love with the EV sector. Uh, I, I've got an eighty thousand dollar paperweight sitting in, sitting in my driveway right now in the form of a Mercedes EV that I can't find a level three charger, and I'm, I'm just in suburban Chicago. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here with uh, 20, 20 miles to go on the battery, trying to figure out: well, do, do I go back to my bakery or do, or do I, you know? If you go take uh, take my nine eleven out of out of winter hibernation. Well, it speaks to how uh, high style the GV eighty is. They're uh, doing awfully nice work over Genesis. Uh, Lindsay, what do you think? Uh, uh, Acura Integra Nissan Z Genesis uh, GV eighty. I must say, I was I was surprised, um, and I, I guess Paul's enthusiasm speaks to it. I was surprised that Genesis beat out the Mercedes EQE. I mean, that's the first E-Class EV introduced. Pretty fancy thing. Yeah, it, these cars, these three cars, the Integra, the G80, and uh, the Nissan Z are really different vehicles, and there's quite a price spread here. The Integra base, uh, Acura Integra, starts about $30,000, and it'll go up to about thirty-six with the ATEC, which is, the, the full Zoot, uh, you know, performance package. Uh, the Z starts at a fairly reasonable $40,000, and the Proto spec, which is again in fully fully fitted out, is about 55, so a $15,000 Delta. And then the, the Genesis is a, is a $55,000 car. 
and so, you know, when you look at value in these three cars, an Integra is still a conventional non-electric vehicle. So that appeals a lot to me. You know, driving the Nissan Z, to me, it was such, it's such a throwback car. It's an analog car in kind of a digital world. And the, the day I drove it, I drove three electric cars before the Nissan Z. And it really felt like I was going back in time in a good way in some, some ways. But, you know, the car was a little bit, um, a little bit squirrely on wet roads we were driving on. Uh, it's got 400 horsepower when you punch it. You know, the rear end kind of does a little wiggly diggly. Um, the Genesis EV80, G80 EV is, you know, it's really got everything. And I think we're looking at a Nactoy group this year. The Genesis just continues to kind of rise to the top and shine, and we haven't given an award to any of those cars yet. We've got two Genesis cars on the roster. The G80 really talks to me, but, you know, that, that pricing of the Integra and just what an honest, great car it is as a, as a, uh, analog car uh, is really appealing too uh, in this in this era. The Z car is an enthusiast car, um, so you know. I mean, I'm leaning towards either Integra and G80 right now for my car of the year. Yeah, great, uh, great variety uh, on show there. I, I, I like the Nissan Z. I, I just think it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and great to have a little fun out there in the segment, particularly as these automakers are spending so much money on uh, battery cars. Okay, so let's go to utility uh, vehicle of the year. Uh, we've got three electric SUVs, and Genesis is back um, again with an entry, uh, the GV60, which is the vehicle right below the GV80. Very different-looking car uh, than the GV80. So we got Genesis GV80, Cadillac Lyric. Uh, Cadillac's first electric effort, and uh, the Kia EV6. What do you What do you think, Paul? Well, uh, to speak what to speak to what Lindsay was just talking about with the price deltas that we that we look at in the sedan of the year choice. Uh, when I take a look at anything that I vote for over the years, I always bake into my decision a, a price consideration as well. There's a value proposition, and that value proposition uh, is leading me toward the Kia on this one. Uh, I love the styling on it. About the only thing I really don't like on it is, is and, and you guys will know what I'm talking about, there's a bar that controls both the climate control and the radio controls. And and I have found myself a couple of times trying to change the radio station and wound up uh, at uh, Bessemer Furnace uh, heat settings. So uh, that's about the only gig that I can find on it. But I love the styling. I like the pricing on it. Uh, everything else, and the, the thing that people have to remember is that when you listen to the three of us here talking about these vehicles, is that you, you've got to really nibble around the edges to say this is better than this, because they're all damn good vehicles. And uh, you know, if to, to be able to make it through the two steps to get to this point is really tough. So, you know, all the, all nine finalists that we have in, in the three categories are phenomenal vehicles, and, and nobody would be making a mistake with any of them. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of similarity actually between these uh, three: the Cadillac, the Genesis, and the Kia. All over fifty thousand dollars. What do you think, Lindsay? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Paul makes a great point, and here we've got uh, the three utility of the year candidates, all electric, with um, you know the EV6 starting about fifty thousand dollars and going up to $63,000 for the Lyric base prices, of course, uh, and GV60 kind of at about sixty grand. So it really proves the point. I mean, we have yet to really have affordable, in quotes, uh, electric vehicles that are, that are kind of widely in consideration here. And hopefully over the years, uh, you know, that will go down. But uh, these still aren't cars that you could, you could consider to be kind of just uh, – you know, moderate moderate monthly payment cars. Um, I like the Cadillac Lyric a lot. You know, it's got a lot of jewelry and bling in the interior, but it's nicely done. The GV60 talks to me a lot uh, as a competitor. Cadillac's about three thousand dollars more on the base price. The GV60 you get about sixty k, and um, you know the Genesis really is kind of what I'm leaning to in this category. I think it's got the bling of the Cadillac. Uh, and uh, just really feels good to drive. I agree with Paul on the fact that the interiors of Genesis are really, really quality places to spend time. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, tough category. I'm going to go with Cadillac just because I think that brand uh, speaks to people at this price segment. I think Genesis and Kia still have a long way to go in terms of con- con- uh, convincing people to spend $60,000 on the, those brand names. Uh, gentlemen, hold on here just for a second. We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll talk about uh, Truck of the Year when we get back. Uh, get back. Uh, you're on Car Radio, 9, 10 a.m. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside a balance of nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. 
Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566. 248-357-4566. Or email at M-I-K-E-Z at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Welcome back into Power Radio. You're on 910 AM. The Superstation, we are talking about the finalists for the North American Car of the Year with Paul Bryan and Lindsey Brooke. We've got one category to go. Uh, Paul, we got uh, Chevrolet Silverado ZR2, Ford F-150 Lightning, an electric truck, and Lordstown Endurance, another electric truck. as finalists for Truck of the Year. What do you think? Have we gone over to the other side, guys? My my pick on this, uh, I just like the the freshness of the uh, F-150. I've always been such a big fan of the F-150. And, uh, you know, I've had a couple of questions from people online. Uh, on Facebook and Twitter, et cetera, and, and they're kind of going, what's a Lordstown? And and shouldn't the car have, shouldn't that truck have been in deeper production uh, before it was considered? Well, it, it was their choice to enter into it, and, and frankly, I think from the jury standpoint, uh, we got into a bit of a gray area as to whether or not to, uh, it should be. But, but the board and the, and the jury finally said, yeah, you know, let's go ahead and do that. But uh, but I, I take a look at those three vehicles. And, again, uh, I've just got to go back. I love the Ford interiors. I, I, you know, I, can't, I can't find anything that gave on, on the Chevrolet, though. So I'm I'm still kind of on the horns of a dilemma here as to which way my votes are going to go. Yeah, you know, Lindsay, one of the interesting things, uh, and and the Chevy Silverado really puts it in relief here, is the uh, electric trucks really struggle when it comes to towing range. Uh, you put five thousand, ten thousand pounds behind them, it really reduces their utility. Uh, the Chevy Silverado, I think, is a, is a is a very is a the best all-around truck in the segment. But uh, to Paul's point, you know, the the Lightning is is uh, it's really quite a thing with that big big uh, cavernous trunk up where the engine used to be. And uh, Lordstown is a interesting startup. What do you think? Well, this is an interesting category, and I agree with you on towing. Every engineer working on electric trucks right now tells me that. That towing, payload and towing, uh, how they affect battery range are really challenges. Uh, the Lordstown Endurance is an interesting player here because it's, it's aimed at fleet customers. It's not aimed at retail customers. It has wheel hub motors, so it has an electric motor in, in each of the four wheels, 
which is kind of its technology calling card, but, but that's kind of a question that nobody really asked in this segment. For a fleet truck, you know, we know that Ford and Ram and uh, and General Motors are all going to be going after fleet customers with electric vehicles. The endurance base price is $65,000 for fleet customers, okay? Maybe if you've got a fleet, they'll cut you a deal on, you know, 10 trucks. But uh, F-150 Lightning starts at about forty grand. You'll be lucky to find one even close to that. Uh, but nonetheless, that's the base price. The ZR2, conventional truck, sure, it's got towing, et cetera, but it's got that ZR2 off-road package. If that's what you're into, that's a good package to have, but that truck starts at $70,000. So, uh, you know, the F-150 Lightning is kind of the mainstream volume electric truck right now, early out of the box. Um, you know, to me, that's that's the slam dunk choice in this category. Yeah, I think if there's a favorite in these three categories, it's clearly the F-150 Lightning. I, I would say that probably has that sewn up. Gentlemen, uh, great great uh, t- for you to join us today on Car Radio. We're going to be talking more about uh, the NAC uh, Toy Awards uh, come January when we will announce the winners. Thanks for joining us, Paul Bryan and Lindsey Brook. Thank you so much. And, and, and sign me up for one of those Perry the Car 911s, Lindsey. <laughs> you got it. You got it. only twenty five hundred of them, so we'll work on that. <laughs> okay. Right, so uh, let's let's keep talking. The LA Auto Show here. We got uh, Jerome Levin on the line, good friend of the program. Uh, you can find all his uh, excellent work over at Seeking Alpha. And uh, Jerome, you were out in LA this week uh, with me. And while I was nosing around uh, Porsche 911 Dakars uh, for a mere $225,000, you were looking at something a little more affordable, the uh, Toyota Prius Hybrid. Uh, What what do you think of the new Toyota Prius uh, that was shown out there? Well, it's a – first of all, thanks for inviting me to be on the show, Henry, and it was uh, good to be out on the West Coast and uh, out of this freezing weather a little bit and – get a chance to see some cars out there. The um, the, the Prius is uh, really a remarkable vehicle. I don't know if it ever won uh, the North American uh, Car of the Year Award. It should have. I think it's a very important vehicle because of its, uh, its very innovative powertrain, the gas-electric hybrid, and it's gone through Five gener- the fifth generation is what they showed in Los Angeles, and the, and the reason uh, basically I went out there was to see this fifth generation. So the backstory is quite interesting, but I'll just give you one number. I'll throw one number out there at you and at your uh, listeners, and that is that the fuel efficiency of this vehicle is 57 miles per gallon, which is just breathtaking to me that uh, that Toyota can manage that. When you think about all kinds of vehicles that back in our day got 10 miles a gallon, 15 miles a gallon, maybe 20 miles a gallon, this gets 57 miles per gallon, and uh, uh, they're offering this now. Yeah, it's uh, you know, big news is, is too, is that it's, uh, it's, it's really good looking. I think, uh, I think it gets its new wardrobe from the Toyota BR, uh, BZ cars, which are the new electric vehicles coming out of Toyota. Uh, very sleek, very simple uh, Tesla-like looking vehicles, and I think uh, 
the Toyotas decided to apply that style into the Prius as well. It's, just, it's the most striking Prius we've ever seen. But let me let me read you a quote, Jerome, from Consumer Reports. Consumer Reports is one of the more influential publications in this industry. Here's what they had to say about the new Toyota Prius. They said, the Toyota Prius relies on a combustion engine connected to a gas tank, further polluting our communities and atmosphere. The climate crisis, says Consumer Reports, demands real actions to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. The Toyota Prius misses an opportunity to take a fully electric step toward the future. I mean, green green outlets like the Consumer Reports used to love the Toyota Prius. What happened? Well, this is a, this to me is a very highly biased and very highly distorted take on um, what I think should be regarded as an engineering triumph. I mean, there are millions and millions and millions of tons of CO2 that haven't gone into the atmosphere simply because Toyota engineers were innovative enough to figure out that you could put a battery and an electric motor together with a gasoline engine to save fuel, and that's what they've done. So now the, uh, you know, the environmental, I, I call it the uh, environmental catastrophe movement, has uh, tried to scare people to the point where they, they want to make the case that the entire world is about to bl blow up or burn up if we don't move to electric cars, which is just patently silly in my view. and downplay something that is so legitimately fuel efficient and, and helpful to consumers in the sense that the ordinary person, uh, Joe or Jill Lunchbucket, who gets to work every day, needs to burn less gasoline because, first of all, it's a bit a less of a hit on their budget. That means they can use that money to do a bunch of other things, whether that's educate their children or build an extra house on uh, room on their house. Toyota is is actually um, bringing that uh, that benefit to them, and to sort of downplay this or criticize it because it's not a pure electric car which, by the way, Toyota also has pure electric cars. If you want to buy a pure electric car, there are lots of different pure electric cars you can buy. But I think that this this um, Prius is going to bring a lot of fuel efficiency to the masses, and for that it should be praised. Well, the interesting th thing, too, Jerome, is uh, uh, Prius sales have declined significantly uh, in the last decade because – uh, that powertrain has become very mainstream in Toyota, the best-selling hybrid in the Toyota lineup these days, and uh, it doesn't get a lot of attention, is the Toyota RAV4, which is their meat and potatoes uh, SUV. Right. And um, I would tell you that um, one of the reasons, I mean, it's very interesting, and the Toyota people explained this this week in Los Angeles when we saw this, um, when we um, when when we saw this uh, vehicle, uh, they said that the reason that they well first first of all when you go back 25 years to the first Prius it was a very uh, mundane kind of design and it was meant to be mundane because it was the only gas electric hybrid that was out there and in a sense Toyota designers and marketers and engineers and business strategists wanted 
the driver of that to be able to say to the general public, look at this, look at this vehicle that I am, um, look at this vehicle that I'm driving. It's, it's, a, it's a gas saver. Over the 25 years, as you point out, they have now put this, um, they've now put this gas electric hybrid in many more Toyota and Lexus models. In fact, I think it's something like 20 different Toyota and Lexus models have the gas electric hybrid. So they reason that there's no, there's no point now to make it sort of frumpy and, and deliberately plain and sort of send the message out that this is a utilitarian play on fuel efficiency because you get this fuel efficiency all across their product lineup. So that's really why yes, it's uh, made deliberately into a good-looking vehicle. Yeah, it's a true, uh, it's, it's a true halo. It inspired uh, uh, the rest of the, uh, the, the brand lineup. Jerome, uh, stay with us here. We're going to take a break. Yeah. Hear from our sponsors here on Car Radio, 910 AM. Agnes was in deep trouble with the IRS. I owed the IRS a lot of money. I did not know what I was going to do. I was scared. Agnes caught a break and found out about Optima Tax Relief. But when I called Optima Tax, they guaranteed me that they were going to help me out the best that they can. And they did. Optima stopped the IRS. No more telephone calls, no more letters. Optima Tax took care of everything. I can finally sleep at night. I was stress-free. Agnes was finally free from her IRS nightmare. It was like a burden was lifted off of me, and it was a great feeling. Are you in deep trouble with the IRS? You might want to listen to Agnes. I will refer Optima Tax Relief to anyone because they got me debt-free from owing the IRS any more money. Call Optima right now for your free consultation. Call 800-928-0199. 800-928-0199. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made 
such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. 910, the Superstation, Detroit's only African-American talk radio. With a safety belt that wouldn't burn. You're on 910 AM, a superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News, and we're talking with Jerome Levin about the Los Angeles Auto Show that we were both covering this week. And uh, Jerome, what else caught your eye out there in L.A.? Well, everything's about electric cars right now, as you know. Uh, people are very, very interested in this, and the I would say that the general consumer uh, information and, and understanding of electric vehicles is pervasive right now. People don't really understand what a gas-electric hybrid is, what a pure electric is, what a plug-in hybrid is, what a conventional uh, gasoline motor is. You and I live in this world, and so we're kind of in a bubble. But I'm surprised, like many people are, when I talk to somebody who um, I, I would have assumed understands the difference between these technologies, and they really don't. So the car companies, I think, have a really big job to do now in terms of educating people and getting them to understand what these vehicles can and can't do. Um, and that's kind of the reason why I was uh, interested to get to L.A., which is, of course, the place where all this stuff started uh, low these many years ago when CO2 was redefined as a pollutant. Uh, we started out in this business. Nobody thought about CO2 as a pollutant. Now it's thought of as a pollutant, and uh, because of that, we could debate that all day long, but because of that, uh, we see that the car companies developing all kinds of new answers to that. Now, one of the things that about this new Prius that's kind of interesting is that they have a version called a plug-in hybrid, which basically is a gas-electric hybrid but also has a feature which allows you to drive without the gasoline engine for up to, it used to be 25 miles, now it's about 35 miles. And would really be for somebody who, who feels it's very, very important not to use any gasoline. Um, that's not me, by the way. But for somebody who feels that way, uh, the plug-in hybrid could be a very good option and give you much more flexibility than a, than a normal electric car. Yeah, although, as you say, it's a, it's, it's very, it's a very complicated system. Uh, you, you have to be looking for that kind of car. I think, uh, in order to understand it and, and properly use it. Uh, interesting, Darone, uh, we have a Vietnamese manufacturer there on the show with four cars that they say they're going to bring in uh, into this market in the next year. It's called VinFast. Uh, they had uh, four fully production-ready vehicles there. Are we going to see VinFast in the next year? You know, I went over to the VinFast display, and i got to tell you, I wanted to get into their car but uh, somehow the battery went down, and you couldn't get into the car. And the guy was very apologetic, so I, I, I had a very sort of abortive uh, visit to VinFast. But I'm very interested um, 
in a country like Vietnam, which nobody ever thought of as being an automotive uh, manufacturing venue being turned into one, I would love to see them uh, successfully come to market with a, an electric vehicle. I have to be cautious at this point because, as you know, this, this business is and always has been full of ventures that uh, have big hopes and big plans and big promises and then kind of never, never quite measure up. Uh, but but I, I'm watching it as you are, and uh, I would like to see them come to market. And I think one of the significant points about the electric vehicle is that it really is somewhat less complicated getting into business as an electric vehicle manufacturer than uh, a conventional uh, ICU, internal combustion engine uh manufacturer simply because the fewer parts, uh, you can buy a lot of them already ready-made, and so it's, it's, it's not as hard to get into business in, in that end of the market as in the uh, internal combustion engine market, the ICE market. Yeah, yeah, and uh, VinFast is entirely electric. Uh, they're targeting the California market initially as are a lot of these electric manufacturers because they're, uh, uh, yeah, that Fifteen percent of new car sales uh, this year are electric, so there appears to be uh, at least a robust uh, uh, niche segment out there for electric. So it'll be interesting to see uh, uh, how all these startups fare. Darone, uh, great to have you on the program as always, and have a good weekend. Yeah, you too, Henry. Thanks very much for having me, and uh, look forward to being with you again soon. Yeah, Darone and I are. Uh, are uh, getting bundled back up here in Detroit, uh, proper uh, proper winter uh, day after our uh, trip out to 70 degree uh, Los Angeles. Uh, good to be back here in Detroit. Uh, so I, as I mentioned, I was out in L.A. Uh, Jerome was covering Toyota. I was uh, concentrated on Porsche. Porsche had some incredible toys uh, in their um, in their uh, display in Los Angeles. So they had race cars, the Penske Porsche 963 that's going to race at Daytona next year. They had a all-new uh, 911 GT3, just crazy-looking race uh, track-capable production car. Uh, they had their uh, electric lineup, Porsche Taycan, uh, out there with a tent on the roof. Uh, I guess they think people might <laughs> go uh, take their Taycans out to um, – take their icons out to state parks and sleep on the roof, all kinds of interesting toys. But the big one was the Porsche 911 uh, Dakar, which is an off-road uh, Porsche 911. First time that uh, Porsche has ever done this with a production car. Uh, the Porsche 911, of course, comes standard with all-wheel drive, so it's certainly suited in that respect. But they lifted this car up to seven and a half inches off the ground, which is as high as a Porsche Cayenne, if you remember, if you can imagine that, put all-terrain tires on it, and uh, they're going to sell only 2,500 uh, uh, copies of this, which is a, which is a shame because uh, I think a lot of Porsche folks would be intrigued to take this thing off-road. Uh, Roman Dumas is one of Porsche's race drivers. He did a lot of testing uh, of this Porsche 911 Dakar, and I sat down with him. At the, at the Los Angeles Auto Show uh, to, to talk about not only uh, what went into this Porsche 911 Dakar, but also uh, his racing career. He's a very interesting French racer. Here's my interview with him. 
All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM, the Superstation out in Los Angeles at the Los Angeles Auto Show. And uh, we're joined by Roman Dumas, who is one of Porsche's race drivers. Roman, how are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. Yeah, nice to uh, have you here. Uh, a big event for um, uh, for Porsche here, showing the 911 Dakar, um, uh, first off-road version of the uh, first off-road production version of the 911, uh, harkening back to its uh, wins in 1984-1986 at the Paris Dakar Rally. But before we get to that car, I uh, just want to talk about you. We love racing drivers uh, on this show. I race cars myself. Uh, we want to catch up with what you're doing uh, what are you racing these days well yeah for sure these days always busy actually i mean the year was busy again and uh, when i'm flying this afternoon back to to europe actually i will start now to test finally my dakar car because i had no time to do it this year dakar is coming uh, soon it's in one month so uh, we have two days of testing in europe and after we will go to dubai on the start of december for three days of testing and uh, yeah, in the middle of all this uh, testing will be for sure. I have to go in Vaisa at Porsche for two days, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I will do also rally in South of France, the uh, 8th of December, uh, my, for my own hobby. But uh, yeah, it's always a little bit uh, yeah, racing around. And Dakar, you know, we arrive very quickly because we have to leave for Dakar on the 27th of December. So um, yeah, it's quite busy since uh, uh, yes, uh, Chile expedition. Uh, Last week <laughs> we just came back, so I was there three weeks. So yeah, schedule is quite busy, but it's always good to be busy with motorsport. Yeah, you're, you're a busy man. Hard to keep up with uh, race drivers. They move fast. Uh, you're from France, so you you uh, uh, Paris Dakar is a famous uh, rally uh, in in, uh, in in Europe and in your part of the world. And it's it's fascinating because I think most people know you as a Le Mans winner, uh, as a, a winner of uh, Spa uh, in prototype race cars. But you 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 like to off road. I mean, you you mentioned the fact you're going to race Dakar this year in a uh, prototype vehicle, which is very similar to what we have over here in Baja 1000. So, so uh, tell us about this vehicle you're racing at Dakar. Well, yeah, Dakar's a rule. It's a little bit more or less the same than the Barra 1000, ex- except that the, the car specification uh, it's it's different in terms of weight and power. Uh, Barra, you have a lot more weight on the car, but a lot more power, a lot more wheel travel. But the, um, the Dakar car are a little bit more also prototype with two frame chassis, but a lot lighter. Maximum is two ton. Then uh, Barra, you are nearly on a double, but maximum horsepower are four. Horsepower in Dakar, so it's also in Barra the double. Uh, we'll travel, I guess, it's more or less also two times the difference. Uh, but for sure, specification on the road of Dakar is different. You have a lot of sand dune, you have some rocks, uh, but compare uh, the Barra where it's full of rocks and uh, really big rocks, so it's why the car is so different. So we can, we can easily say that uh, one Barra car will never perform well in Dakar and vice versa vice versa because it's it's too opposite so um, yeah I had a chance last year that I I wanted to do for a long time the Barra 1000 to see uh, I was very surprised how it how the race is you know on term, in terms of also of 
Push all cars. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. 9 to the M Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500, but they must air with a 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Mike Z at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at M-I-K-E-Z at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside a balance of nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. Also for sure cars, but also safety-wise, a little bit shocked about that, I have to say, uh, how, how they are doing the race there. And um, I was with the boot, with the Glickenhaus boot, so for sure I was not going on a, close to the first position. But uh, but uh, I have to say also that, uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting to see the, the difference mentality of racing that they have there, which really completely different. I mean, Pikes Peak, it's already a little bit... When you're coming from Europe, the first time a little bit uh, strange. You know, I race a lot in US in IMSA with Penske. I mean, in Detroit, I won <laughs> sometimes a Belay Grand Prix, so I know the place well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in IMSA, let's say you have a kind of European style or attitude in terms of rule. 
than uh, Pikes Peak or Barra. It's completely different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, you, you see uh, IMSA and uh, and WEC kind of coming together. There's a, a more common rules now in the GT and the prototype class. Uh, maybe Baja and international rally racing will get a little closer. Uh, as you say, it's very different in Baja. You had your first uh, race this year. Uh, how, how did you, how did you how did you do? Well, we finished the race. That was already important, and but we had a lot of issues. Uh, we repair a lot of time uh, gearbox, drive shaft, <laughs> transmission in general. So I can even not tell you where we finish, where we end up. We finished, but I can tell you it was very long and very late. <laughs> but we got we got to get you uh, on the podium there with, at uh, uh, Baja. You've done Dakar seven times. Um, I mean, what's what's the difference between on road racing? You've raced uh, the the best uh, sports cars in the world at Le Mans, at uh, Spa, at Daytona. Uh, what's what what is the difference between on road and off road? Oh, completely different. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, since I am a child, I'm learning since go kart how to. To, to break and to put the car at the same, or go kart at the same place one centimeter for hours and hours and suddenly you are speaking about doing a off-road racing if we speak about Dakar in the June so suddenly you have no you know line uh, you have no braking zone you have no curb so uh, I always compare that you know when you speak about playing tennis and uh, playing ping pong you know <laughs> you have the same tools but all the rest is different yeah. and this is exactly you know exactly the point when i'm doing a, a rally or pike speak it's it's getting even if it's far away from circuit but you have some general you know uh, point with the braking zone in terms of uh, how you will attack the corner or how you will take a line into the corner but when you are on off-road you have no line anymore because you have no limit you know, of the road, and it's why it's very different, and for me, very difficult, and actually is where I'm struggling the most, because you need to practice to improve, And uh, but uh, practicing in, in the June is not so easy, so you need June <laughs> around your house, and that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Easy, yeah, easier to get to racetracks than it is uh, to deserts. But so so that, that brings us to the 911 Dakar. I mean, the, the auto industry is moving off-road. Uh, we, we've always driven performance cars, uh, whether whether Porsche 911s or, or Must, Ford Mustangs and Corvettes here in the United States, but the whole world seems to be obsessed with off-road vehicles. Uh, in the United States, we see a lot of Broncos now on the road, a lot of Wranglers, pickup trucks are getting 700 horsepower uh, in this country, and the Ford Raptor uh, R. And so here comes Porsche with a 911, a 911 Dakar uh, that is focused off-road. Tell, tell us about the car. Well, definitely. At the end of the day, I think uh, it's quite difficult to compare, let's say, a Bronco or a Raptor to the 911 because now the, the Raptor are, are pushing against the limit in terms of really yeah, high SUV, let's say like that, extreme to go uh, on on the rocks, let's say. Uh, then the, the 911 concept, I think it's uh, finally a complete 911 in terms of to say, okay, with this car, you can go to Paris to the Eiffel Tower. On the next day, you will go to the sea. On the next day, you will take the boat and go to Morocco and, and drive into the dune, you know? So, but in all the, with all this example, when you will bring this car, 
you will be, let's say, always a little bit fashion because it's so surprising and it's so nice that people will be always shocked, you know. And I think uh, we cannot call it it's a toy car, but nearly, you know, it's for people who have already, for sure, 911. Right now, if you have a 911 GT3 RS, you can drive it on a road, but mainly you will drive on a, on a circuit. Some we never see on a circuit, never go on a circuit, but with this Dakar car, you can stay on the road but you can go on the gravel and also on the dunes so it's it's quite fun you know and uh, at the end of the day for sure it's not a some people possible we use like a daily car because you know 911 sometimes you are afraid to to scratch the front bumper and but finally the car is so high that uh, you will not be scared anymore of all the hole on the road and stuff like that but uh, yeah i think it's a uh, the concept is nice because it's it's really different of what was done before i think that's a good point you know and uh, and prove again that uh, Porsche is not afraid to do to push a limit or to to do new things you know and this I think uh, I like quite a lot yeah. and uh, it's quite interesting in terms of car performance um, for sure it's not a, a race car for the gravel for sure it's not a race car for the dune uh, but at the end of the day again every in terms of dampers in terms of ABS in terms of also tires uh, in, in terms of uh, Radite is going back to uh, to a small race car for dune and gravel, and it is performing well enough, I think, for 95% of uh, people who will use it on this kind of uh, surface. Yeah, well, and, and incredibly, I don't think a lot of Porsche aficionados know this uh, that that Porsche has history off road and winning off road. I, I race a Porsche 906 uh, that 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 uh, won in the 1960s. There's a lot of history in this in this brand. And in uh, track racing, but Porsche won in 1984, 1986 at the Paris Dakar Rally. And when you were uh, uh, testing this car, this new 911 Dakar, you were going to the to uh, France and, te- and and doing testing just like a Dakar uh, race car would. Yes, exactly. I mean, when we spoke about uh, with that about where to go, I direct told them we should go to Chateau Lastour because that's the hardest place you can find in Europe to test your Dakar car with in concerning rocks, concerning hole, concerning jumps. So and uh, to prove you what I said is Saturday I'm going there to test my next Dakar car. <laughs> so I'm landing Friday night and I'm going directly there. So it's really the place to, to go. It's really hard on terrace because it's a lot of stone. But uh, it was important uh, when we had a talk where to go. I told him yes we go there but I'm sure we will destroy the car. And actually, where I was really surprised is uh, we drove it, I drove it, for sure, for the film, but also for the testing. And for the film, you have to push, you know, and to slide and to jump. But uh, we never had an issue with the car. That was crazy. In terms of reliability, the car, uh, the car is really, really, really strong. And uh, that's, I think, a very uh, key point, you know, because for sure, when you have, a, a, let's say, a car like that on the gravel, and it will be the case for all the people who will bring to gravel, they want to slide, you know, they want to jump, because they never done that with the 911, because you are scared to, yes, they are sliding a little bit sometimes, but you can now finally do a big slide and some big jumps, you know, and so that's really nice and really cool, and the reliability of the car is very good. Yeah, no, it's it's a remarkable uh, car. Uh, look forward to seeing uh, more testing. Roman, uh, travel well. Have a good trip back to Europe. Good luck in the Dakar. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Pleasure.
WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Mike Z for more information at 248-357-4566, 248-357-4566, or email at mikez at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.